Welcome back to the Axion Media Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the relationship between the kick drum and the bass guitar. These are the two most important rhythm pieces that you're going to have in the low end of your mix. So the kick and the bass are really the foundation. You get the rhythm and then you get the foundation of your mix. So you want to make sure that these are right and it's going to help you make everything else right. So the way I like to start is I'll EQ first. I'm going to have them play the instrument, play the kick drum, play the bass, and I'm going to EQ out any problem areas that I'm finding. And the kick drum, it's probably going to be around 400 hertz. I might do a pretty wide scoop there, take out some of the, the muddiness, the boxiness out of the kick drum. The bass, I'm probably going to take out a little bit from 100 to 200 hertz, maybe. Depends on how the bass is, how the pickups are on it. But a lot of times that will stomp on what the kick drum is doing tonally. So I, I'll probably take out a little bit, not too much, max maybe 3 dB out of the kick uh, or out of the bass guitar from 100 to 200 probably. But I'll probably add back in maybe that 2 to 500 or 2 to 700, somewhere in there where the tonality of the bass sits because what I took out of the kick drum, I'm going to replace that with the bass drum. I'm trying to keep an equal mix. So if I'm going to cut it from somewhere, somewhere, I may choose to add it back in somewhere else and create a balanced mix there. So the bass has a lot of nice tonality up in that 200 to 700 hertz range. That's where a lot of the clarity of the notes are. So I may add that back in when I'm EQing. Another problem area you'll find is you may have too much of the sub lows. So a lot of times the kick drum, it gets high passed up to maybe 50 hertz. I don't want the sub-sub lows of the kick drum getting through. A lot of times it, the subs that um, some people have, they can't even play 30 to 40 hertz very well. They, they just crap out down there. And also whenever you're putting 30 to 40 hertz in, it takes a lot of energy down there. And you actually end up losing headroom because you're using a lot of your volume to push that 30 to 40 hertz and it just those subs may not be able to push like you want it to so i can get a lot more volume out of my kick drum and out of my bass if i take out 30 to 40 hertz um, and the bass it's a lot more likely you can get something out of it but the kick drum usually not so i'll probably high pass up to maybe 50 hertz and then i might have a little bump at 60 hertz to give it a little bit of that punch uh, 60 to 80, somewhere in there, is usually where the the punch in the kick drum is, the part that you feel in your chest. So um, that's where I start with the the kick and the bass EQ wise. I may do some compression. the The bass guitar depends on the genre. If you're playing jazz, probably don't want to compress the bass at all. Uh, that's just the genre. If you're playing hard rock, you're probably going to want a pretty ag aggressive compressor. You want maybe six to one, quick attack, quick release. You want to keep that bass under control because that's the foundation of the mix. you got a lot going on in a rock mix. You want to make sure that it's steady, consistent, and under control. So the bass may get a really aggressive. Uh, may, you may start seeing up to 8 dB of gain reduction if the bass player is going crazy. I usually try to live in the 2 to 5 maybe dB of gain reduction. Uh, for my rock mixes, but if they're going and they start slapping some stuff, it may hit up to eight. Uh, the kick drum, definitely getting compressed. That one's going to be a pretty aggressive ratio. It may be eight to one, probably eight to one. The release is going to be uh, real quick. It, the release will probably be set around um, 10 milliseconds to 
30 milliseconds and the attack's going to be set a little slower actually I'll, I'll set the attack to maybe 30 or 40 milliseconds and what that does is it allows the transient that initial hit of the kick to get through but it uh it compresses the sustain and the release of the kick drum so if your kick drum's resonating a lot and you hit it and it's just like boom i'm gonna compress it and make a quick or a slower attack so it lets the initial hit of the kick drum come through but it compresses some of the tail of it so that's usually how i do the compression and the eq on the kick and the bass and then whenever i'm mixing it i'm gonna start out with the bass guitar when they're all playing together, bass is going to go up. I'm going to get that sitting as the foundation. I want to get the right the right level there on what I want the foundation to feel like. Then I'm going to push the kick up, and I'm going to figure out that spot where the kick kind of pokes through the foundation and the bass drum, but it doesn't um, it doesn't feel like you're getting attacked. I don't want it to feel like I'm getting punched real hard in the chest. I want it to feel like a maybe a light hit, like a boom, boom. I don't want it to be overwhelming. A lot of guys, you'll hear a lot of places you go to, you're going to hear the kick drum is just going to overtake the entire mix. That's not what I want. I want the kick drum to sit nicely in the mix. I want some nice attack. I want it. Uh, I don't want it to be just the hit you in the chest. I want to. I want to hear the. T -t 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 -t. I want to hear that of the kick drum. I don't want to hear just the the boom. So. I'll, I'll bring up that kick drum right under the bass until I start to hear that. And I always use two channels. I use one that's a low channel, and, the, and that's usually the outside kick microphone. And then I also have an inside kick microphone. That inside kick microphone is all of that attack the tss, tss of the kick drum. So I have those two, and I'll, I'll push up the low end and get that setting to where it starts to punch through the, the bass a little bit. And it gives you just like... Think of uh, a heartbeat scale, you know, in the hospitals where it's just bouncing up and down with the heartbeat. I want it. I want the kick drum to be the bounce, and I want the bass to be the line it bounces back to. I don't want. Um, I don't want the kick drum to be super aggressive, and then it comes down, and the bass is way further down in the, the volume. So that's kind of how I mix the kick and the bass. I hope this uh, gave you some ideas on how you may want to mix your kick and bass. This is definitely a very important part of your mix. You want to get this right, uh, and I hope this helped. Leave any questions, uh, send it to my email, josh at axionsocial.com, and we'll address it in a later episode. Thanks for listening, guys, and stay tuned for the next one.